coordination and balance you to stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Magnesium is naturally found in foods like This is the Well and Good Podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. It's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello! We've made it, barely, to the end of another year. I'm Director of Podcast Taylor Camille, and as we grow with anticipation of what 2023 holds and how it will all unfold, we thought it best to dedicate an episode to the stars. So, we consulted our dear friend and astrologer Maddie Murphy from Cosmic Rx, and are passing the mic to get a better understanding of what's in store in 2023. If you like what you hear, which, of course, you will, you can get more on Maddie's podcast, Cosmic Rx Radio, linked in our show notes. Here's Maddie. Hello, my well and good fam. This is Maddie Murphy, professional astrologer, cosmic consultant, and co-founder of Cosmic Rx. And I'm hopping on today just to share some of the key cosmic highlights for 2023 so you can feel empowered, so you can plan it with the planets, and so you can align with your highest and hottest self this year. So let's chat about the astrology. What do we need to know? Well, first and foremost, one thing I like to remind us all as we're in this cozy time in between the old year and the new year, and we're looking forward I want us all to take a deep breath. I know our society wants to jump into the resolutions and jump into the new gym plans and the work plans and the life plans and the house plans, but I want us to really think about how can I take it easy? How can I have a super light, super slow beginning of the year? And I'm going to explain why this is always true, but why it's especially true this year. So in general, when we live by the Gregorian calendar, as our society does, we say Jan 1 is the new year. And in some ways it is. There's a reset. We do feel something shift. 
But we also might feel like, okay, we set in good habits, intentions, new goals, dreams, and then maybe we're just back to how we used to be in like two weeks. Um, that's because, you know, it's Capricorn season. Capricorn season likes the things the way they are, likes to kind of maintain the status quo. And it's also, especially here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the dead of winter. This is the time for hibernation, for integration, for reflection, for rest. Really, the beginning of the new year, if you want to work with the cosmos and work with the astrology, is actually March 20th. This is the start to Aries season, aka the spring equinox. The spring equinox is the one of two days of the year where the day and night are equal in length, right? But this is when the daylight hours begin to soar. And this is the time where we have new life. Aries season, we shoot forward. Think about the little shoots in the ground kind of emerging out of the frozen soil. And everything on the planet and everything in our hearts is once again encouraged to grow, to sprout. And there's something really sacred about that time. It's a fresh perspective. You might notice around that time, you feel like you're ready to go. If you have anything that you really want to begin full throttle, full force, that's the time to do it. It's a great time to launch. It's a great time to really embody. Um, It's a great time to get out there and really own that bad bitch energy. Aries is the sign of the pioneer, the trailblazer, the self-starter. But this doesn't mean that we can't use this time now. What is a great thing to do now? It's Capricorn season. It's a great time to plan, to plot, to look ahead. Um, So I want us to think about, especially December, January, February, it's really not the time to plant seeds or to start something new. It's the time to think about, okay, reflecting, plan what worked last year, what didn't, um, where do I want to go? What's my big vision? What gets me excited? What are the steps I have to take backwards from there to, to achieve, to embody, to experience, to manifest those things, right? And it's also time to go inward. I love the self-care game is on 1000 in the winter. And then this year, it's extra emphasized because we have two retrogrades ending out the year and bringing us into the next. So we have Mars has been retrograde since October 30th and will stay retrograde until January 12th. Mars is the planet of action, ambition, going for it, um, desire, drive, And it's like all of us have just had either no battery, felt really drained, or things we're trying to push forward with aren't working. It's been frustration station, right? Maybe it's just been like uh, stalling out, uh, things feeling stagnant. And this is really a time to more reflect on what motivates us, how do we go after the thing that motivates us, and to really work on our connections and clear up our communications because Mars is in the sign of Gemini. And adding to that, starting on December 29th, Mercury went retrograde. And Mercury, as we know, is our planet of communications, travel, technology. And Mercury will stay retrograde until January 18th. And that's in the sign of Capricorn. So we're really being asked to look at our plans, especially career, success, money, finances, looking at our boundaries. Again, looking at some of those bigger goals, looking at all of that, taking inventory, retrograde is going back, right? And then we'll start to feel in mid-January 
some forward motion, but I'm going to encourage all of you to not even try to do anything that requires a tremendous amount of clarity or energy or drive until then, because you're just going to feel a little tense, a little bit like it's just not working. Okay. So we're taking it nice and easy. We're really honoring the energy of surrender. We're resting. We're doing less and we're not going to get caught up in all of the resolution hype that sometimes the outside world or companies try to sell us or project on us. Another thing that's interesting is we have the first new moon of the year on January 21st. That's a great time to kind of look at the things you were thinking about in the new year, look at some of those goals, visions, and make an amazing a vision board. It's in the sign of Aquarius, the visionary. I especially encourage you to make a vision board that could be your laptop or computer screen, your phone screen background. And whenever we start the year, some years we have a new moon in Capricorn for the first new moon, and some years the first new moon is in Aquarius. So this year, since it's in Aquarius, it means that the whole year is really going to be centered around themes of unity, advancement. Aquarius is that eclectic, eccentric march to the beat of your own drum sign. So I want you to start to think about this year too. What are the things about me that make me really unique? And how can I show up with that more in my individuality for the collective? How can I own my identity more? How can I really own all parts of me and not be afraid to stand out or to do things differently? Again, that collaborative energy is going to be a a huge theme but really collaborative energy that is based on owning your unique self. So another question I've been getting a lot lately is what sign is going to have the best 2023? Well, first of all, there is juiciness in store, magic in store for every Zodiac sign, of course. But I have to say, if I had to pick one right now, Taurus. Hello, my bodacious bulls. Taurus is definitely going to have the main character energy on 1000. Starting in Jan 2022, you've been going through these eclipses every six months as the North Node moved into Taurus in January. And we had these like six month reboots on everything about you. So you might have experienced a lot of topsy turvy change transformation, um, challenges of, you know, what you knew, what you were doing. And we kind of end that in July of 2023. But before that happens in May, Jupiter moves into Taurus and Taurus energy. It's like you've gone through a whole rebrand, a whole reset, a real transformation from the inside out. And then with Jupiter, who's the most expansive, benefic, just generous planet in the zodiac moving into your sign. It's like now that we've cleared out what's not working, we've kind of edited out all the BS, added in more magic. Let's expand and amplify that. So that happens with Jupiter entering Taurus on May 16th. Now, I will say backup sign to that will be Aries. Jupiter in the sign of Aries currently starting off the year until May 16th. And then Aries, the true node, the north node, our highest destiny line, where we're moving collectively is going to be in Aries entering July 17th. So Taurus and Aries placements are about to go through a whole glow up, a whole ass thing. Now we're talking a lot about moving forward here. We got to look at 
where are the retrogrades for the year? What are the timings of the years where we're going to be naturally held back just so we can be aware of that in the new year, right? And we move really fast as humans in case we haven't noticed. So this is a great time to like reflecting, decluttering, going back, shedding, reassessing. And I love coming out of a retrograde always feels cleansing, clarifying. I always learn something really important, really powerful about myself. So Mars retrograde, Mars, planet of ambition, action, drive, desire, retrograde in Gemini until January 12th. And then that's it. No more Mars retrogrades for the year. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, Then we have our Mercury retrogrades for the year. So I mentioned the first one ends January 18th. So we're starting off the year with that. It's all good though, baby, baby. We're just going to trust that flow and let ourselves reflect, look back. We want to really slow down with our communication, double, triple check if you're traveling for the holidays, take extra precaution. And in Capricorn, like I said, we're looking at those long-term plans, goals, ambitions. Then April 21st to May 14th, we have Mercury retrograde in Taurus will be asked to look at during that time, money, relationship issues, things around worthiness, things around maybe also things we own. Let's put in the calendar. Let's do a deep spring clean of our spaces around that time. And then Mercury retrograde in Virgo will happen August 23rd to September 15th. So during that time, um, we're going to want to look back and again, uh, reflect on any especially health, wellness goals we had for the year, just seeing how we can get more organized, more efficient in our day-to-day lives, and just see anything that we have to do um, in relation to like what are the structures and support that we need to show up to help other people. That will probably be brought up during that Mercury retrograde, August 23rd to September 15th. Then we have Mercury retrograde in Sag, and that will end out the year December 13th to exactly January 1st, 2024. So we're ending the year and beginning the year on Mercury retrogrades 2023-2024. So we have a whole year. I'm going to recommend if you can avoid traveling or again, it's Mercury retrograde in Sag, December 13th to January 1st, either try to travel before or after that time, or if you're traveling, expect the delays. Make the backup plan. Do not rush. We saw it this year. We had record amount of flights canceled with the double retrograde energy, and we're going to have that again next year. So we have the other big moments for the year. We have some eclipses going on, but before I get to that, I also want to point out this whole year is going to be paradigm shifting the real theme for the year is kind of like anything could happen. We're really starting off the first real writing of the new revolution that we've been looking at since 2020. I mean, even probably before then, since like 2012, to be honest. But there's going to be a lot of, of new energy. And one of the things that I want to shout out is Saturn enters Pisces on March 7th, 2023. So if you have Saturn and Pisces in your chart, welcome to your Saturn return. And this is going to be, if you have Saturn in Aquarius, congratulations, you made it through or at the end of your Saturn return. Roughly, if you were born 93 to 96 or 1964 to 1967, you're going to be entering your Saturn return. And just for all of us, there's going to be themes here around protecting your energy, having boundaries, um, taking more accountability 
in the spiritual creative spaces. We're going to see it across those industries. We're going to have um, definitely reality checks coming through anywhere where we've been lying to ourselves. We're going to feel that for sure. We're going to have new career opportunities in the arts, in the mystical spaces. Anyone who's open to, I definitely think that we're going to have a stronger access to our intuition um, and more need for uh, people who are in that balance of in the healing, mystical, creative spaces, but also doing it with integrity, ethics, and discipline, renewal of faith through hard work, creative income opportunities, all coming our way. And then March Pluto is going to move into Aquarius. Now, this is huge. Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008, and that's what started sort of the crumbling of our modern day society. And this is going to be another big moment. Um, Pluto has been moving through Capricorn, really dismantling and showing us the cracks in the systems that be, the structures, the um, things in our society that we needed to look at and really overhaul and not just in a subtle way, but you know, bring that wrecking ball energy too. And now Pluto moves into Aquarius for the first time since the US constitution was written. Um, it's been a minute and this is gonna bring us some of the wildest, most progressive um, revolutionary advances we've ever seen, more than even in our lifetime. And that goes through 2044. So we're going to be here for a minute. And the theme is power to the people. We're going to feel a lot of technological advances. We're going to be looking at things of ethics around AI, um, the growth of community care, community-led programs, progressive policies, more inclusive and diverse leadership, um, sort of the continued crumbling of the traditional structures, um, even things in the government, uh, even things around the traditional idea of celebrity. And it's, you know, not all going to happen at once in March, but I am just going to say circle your calendars because March has a lot going on for us. And that is for sure. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So like I was saying, into the eclipses, the first eclipse we get for the year starts in April, but we see in March a ton of change. And I want us to also understand that why we're resting up so much now is because starting in March, we're going to experience ooh, a real big pickup, a real uh, plot twist. And we're going to want to feel rested, clear. We're going to want to feel confident on where we want to go, what we're going to do with that energy. And then the next huge like uptick in energy is going to happen in April. And we have the solar eclipse, April 20th. This eclipse is in Aries, and this is our first eclipse 
in Aries since 2015. So we're bringing a brand new, we're starting a brand new eclipse series on the Aries Libra axis. And this is all about looking at independence versus partnership, standing up for yourself versus finding peace and harmony. So we're having April 20th, um, a solar eclipse, a new beginning in something in the Aries part of your chart. And then on May 5th, 5-5, we have a lunar eclipse, a closing out, a cleansing in something in the Scorpio area of your life. And that will be our last Scorpio eclipse for a minute. Okay, so we're all done with that. We'll be ending out that story that really started in November of 2021. The next round of eclipses begin in the fall. So I want you to pay attention to October 14th. We have that first new moon solar eclipse, new beginning in Libra, bringing massive new beginning energies to our relationships, to our ability to find harmony, to be diplomatic, to kind of find compromise and to bring in more beauty and balance in our lives. And then a closing out November 28th, lunar eclipse in Taurus, ending out those Taurus eclipses and really thinking about what you learned over the past two years around money, around value, around relationships, around what you value, around your values. Um, and we're probably gonna experience a lot of big shifts um, in the financial realms. And you know, we've been seeing everything from quiet quitting to relocating, uh, to understanding like what their value is in the workplace, to the things going on in the stock market and even inflation and gas prices has all been really tied to the Scorpio Taurus eclipse line. Reproductive rights, um, those issues, not saying they're all going to be wrapped up with a neat and tidy bow by October 28th, but we will see some probably major storylines closed out in, in some way by that point. The question I always get is, how can I honor an eclipse? Um, can I manifest during them? Are there rituals I can do? This is the time leading up to those eclipses to focus on rituals that are about cleansing, making space. Eclipses like to come in and you know, we call them miracle makers. Um, they, they speed up time and they want to just move things around. So cleansing, decluttering, doing things, taking your power back, standing up for yourself, saying things that have been on your mind for a while, putting yourself out there, letting yourself be seen. These Aries eclipses are really going to ask us um, to work on our self-expression. And there is also going to be, I think for everyone, some sort of new identity that wants to emerge. Um, but probably the biggest ritual I would say leading up to these eclipses is anything around cutting unhealthy cords, cutting unhealthy cords to others in relationships, the Scorpio Taurus, Libra, Aries. Both of those eclipses are all very much centered on relationships. So if there is someone that you feel like, oh, I have an unhealthy attachment, I just can't shake them. They're really in my field. I'm going to encourage you to do a cord cutting. You can also do a cord cutting. Both of those eclipses are a lot around money. So if you have any, you feel like old ties to struggle mentality, scarcity mindset, or anything generational that feels like, oh my God, it's really affecting and funking up my relationship to finances, let's do a cord cutting, right? Leading up to those. Now we talked about, speaking of love, we talked about the Mercury retrogrades for the year. 
The last retrograde I want to mention is we will have Venus retrograde this summer. And again, this only happens about every 18 months to two years. And Venus is going to be retrograde. Listen, I love a summer of love moment. This summer is going to be interesting because we're going to have Venus retrograde in the sign of Leo. And it'll also be linked up with Mars and Leo for a portion of this from July 22nd to September 3rd. And this is going to be a chance for all of us to really, again, look at our value, our self-worth, refocus on self-love, confidence, moving with that regal, radiant appreciation for self, looking at really taking a romantic audit in all aspects of life, reconnecting to your art, to your creativity, to inner child healing, to your heart, and again, a rediscovery of self, just like how I mentioned with that eclipses in Aries. And then right before that, Venus retrograde, the North Node, the True Node, what's kind of bringing our collective, where's the collective focus going to be? That shifts into Aries on July 17th. And that's going to bring us 18 months, like I said, of a collective movement towards taking more risk, self-expression, individual growth. This is a great time for entrepreneurship, new paradigms in leadership, people standing up for themselves and justice and really putting yourself out there in a big, bold way. So those are definitely the highlights. There's obviously so much more I could get into, um, but I wanted to leave you with two, two questions that I had a lot for the year. With these eclipses, how do I work with them? We talked about those rituals. Um, we talked about, you know, we're seeing so many shifts with the retrogrades, with the eclipses. And people want to know, can I manifest during these eclipses? If they're so big, if they're so important, I do not recommend manifesting during eclipses. Do those rituals beforehand. Do the cleansing. Do the clearing. Again, a lot of the energy of 2023 is new energy. So getting rid of the old. I'm talking about during those eclipse portals and those dates I mentioned, not doing active manifesting. This is a time to sort of just let go. And why we don't is because eclipses are really erratic energy. And also, um, normally, a lunation for a moon cycle is six months. So we plant a seed and we see it manifest in six months. Eclipses work in something called a draconic period, which takes 18 and a half years to fully come to fruition. So hello, goodbye. We don't want to wait 19 years to uh, watch our manifestations come to life. We love divine timing, but that's a little too long, even for me. Eclipses are they're erratic because they're destiny activators. It's like the universe is speeding up time for us. They're letting us like skip levels in the video game. Um, they're moving things around in this timeline. And so it's a great time to actually practice surrender during this wild card energy. And it's really fun to just actually let the eclipses do its thing. And you get to focus on your other spiritual practice, breath work, grounding, you know, embodiment. You could pull cards. You can do so many things. Take a nice salt bath, um, be in nature, um, journal on your emotions. And this is just a time to kind of take a cosmic chill pill and realize that we don't always have to be holding the steering wheel. We can kind of let go and hang out in the backseat and enjoy the ride. That's just a question I get a lot. The other question is, give me an affirmation for each sun sign headed into the new year. And you know what? I love a cosmic RX. I love a prescription. I love something just to hold on to for the year. So regardless if you remember all these dates I gave you or if you're new to astrology, I feel like an affirmation to hold on to and really anchor into for the year is really 
important. So let's start off with Aries. Aries, no one is me and that is my power is what I want you to say over and over again this year. And when that all else fails, I also want you to remember, just do it. That is the theme for you, especially you have a big year, you're meant to take risks and you're meant to really put yourself out there in new and unprecedented ways. Taurus, I deserve to live a life of luxury and ease because I'm worth it. And you can even just remember, I am worth it if you need a shorter one. You're basically getting a pay raise from the universe over the course of 2022 and 2023. So I deserve to live a life of luxury and ease because I am worth it. Gemini, lots of chances for you for um, new relationship energy, new collaborative energy. So I want you to think about I'm a magnet for cool people and epic collaborations that make a positive impact. I deserve amazing opportunities. Cancer, lots of shifts, lots of release, lots of making space for new and better things. So I want you to think about I let go of what I have outgrown with joy and ease because I know the best is yet to come. So I let go of what I've outgrown with joy and ease because I know the best is yet to come. This next chapter is my best chapter. Leo, oh, this year you're going to be shining in so much um, radiant self-love. And I want you to think about just, I am bright, brilliant, and beautiful. I light up every room I enter by leading with compassion, confidence, and love. I really want you to visualize that every room you're entering, you're bringing sunshine there with your brightness, your brilliance, your beauty. Mm. Virgo, it is time to come to the main stage. Your affirmation is, I welcome the spotlight as I am the star of my own life. And I celebrate myself every day. Virgo, we know you work hard. You're always helping everyone else. But this year, the astrology is asking you to welcome the spotlight. As I am the star of my own life. Yes, popping those bottles metaphorically every day. Lots to celebrate. Libra, we know you've been going through lots of shifts. It's going to continue into 2023. And you're learning a lot about owning your power. So I want your affirmation to be, I love, honor, and respect myself. And I expect others to do the same. I am fully in my power. Mm, love that for my Libras. Um, Scorpio. Again, last year, you've been going through a tremendous amount of transformation, lots of rebirth, and it's time to kind of step, step it up and, and stretch out, stretch out beyond the comfort zone. So your affirmation for this year is I choose faith over fear, and I am ready to take my next big leap. Sagittarius, I lead with play, pleasure, and joy. Creativity is my birthright and I allow it to move through me. Sagittarius, you're going to have a very creative year. I want you to connect into your inner child. I want you to connect into expression. And I want you to, of course, lead with play, pleasure, and joy. Yummy. Um, Capricorn, I am aligned with the energy of pure abundance. Everything I need flows freely to me. You have learned so much since 2020 about what you're worth and maybe even things about releasing old programming around how hard life has to be. And I want you just to embody that I am aligned with the energy of pure abundance. Everything I need flows freely to me. Yum. Um, Aquarius, I want you to think about this is going to be a big year for career public image for you and putting yourself out there. Okay. So I want you to think about this. I move forward confidently 
in the direction of my dreams. I allow myself to be seen and I trust in my ability to be a force of good in the world. I move forward confidently in the direction of my dreams. I allow myself to be seen and I trust in my ability to be a force of good in the world. Mm, Okay, that's a long one, but I know you have a lot going on this year and I want you to focus on allowing yourself to be seen, okay? That's how you're gonna make an impact is by allowing people to witness you. And then last, but certainly not least, my Pisces. 2023, I know you might have been working on overdrive and the expansion last year. This year is a year about integration and really like enjoying all the growth you had last year. And I want you to think about, I am authentic, aligned, and I have power in every situation. I do no harm, but take no shit. My higher self is a real badass. And as Saturn, leather daddy planet moves into Pisces, it's really going to be helping you really own that. I am authentic, aligned, and I have power in every situation. I do no harm, but take no shit. My higher self is a real badass. Ooh, so good. I am so excited for everyone's 2023. It's a year of astrology I've been looking forward to since 2020 been very intrigued how it's all going to play out. And if you want to learn more, or if you want to really get into the astrological rhythms this year, come find me. Um, You find our Instagram at the Cosmic RX. Uh, I have a podcast where I do a weekly astrological energy report uh, called Cosmic RX Radio. You could find it anywhere you stream podcasts. And again, I am Maddie Murphy, and it's been an honor to hold Cosmic Space for my well and good fam. And I am just wishing you all the most blessed, bountiful year. And may we all continue to align with our highest and hottest selves. On today's show, you heard from Maddie Murphy of Cosmic RX. This episode was mixed and mastered by Sarah Gabrielli and produced by Ella Dove, Abby Stone, and myself, Taylor Camille, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. Our theme music was created by Madeline Lakomsky and Matt DiDomenico, and our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette.